Welcome to the Client Stampede Podcast. Everything you need to know to get more clients, make more money, and have more fun in your business. I'm your host, Julie Guest. Episode 86, the new way to win customers for well-established brands. I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man, Jay-Z. Somewhere between fake news, COVID-19 government failings, and the Black Lives Matter movement, our world has been hit harder than ever on the trust front. As buyers, we're seriously burnt out by brands and their thinly veiled attempts at trying to win our trust and our money. As humans, we're sceptical about the world at large. I can't think of another time in recent history when consumer trust has been so low. After all, if you can't trust the government, the news or your social media feed, then how can you expect new buyers to trust your company? The simple, obvious answer is you can't, especially if you are a legacy brand, meaning your business and your reputation has been well established for a long time. It used to be that the size of a business was the best measure of its trustworthiness. The bigger the brand, the more you could trust it. The older the brand, the more proven it was. Think of mega-legacy brands like AT&T and even Tylenol. Both used to dominate their market because of company size and their established track record in the industry. But today that's no longer the case. Just think of how many companies have flooded the cell phone and internet service market. AT&T has tried, but so far failed, to make its brand more trustworthy by appearing friendlier, smaller, and a lot more personal. They even launched their own AT&T branded line of merchandise. Did you know you could buy an AT&T hoodie complete with blue sparkles featuring retro-corded phones? I bet you didn't. I didn't. Tylenol, another mega-legacy brand, has also found it a struggle to stay relevant. Previously known as the gentle, safe and trusted pain reliever, millennials weren't buying it. Why? Because its messaging, which is step two of the client stampede formula, wasn't cutting it. Here's why. Millennials don't avoid pain, they embrace it. So by saying that Tylenol is the gentle, safe and trusted pain reliever, it wasn't hitting its mark. Whether millennials are indulging in extreme sports or getting a full sleeve tattoo, this demographic identifies with pain. So Tylenol had to reinvent itself, strategically pivoting its messaging and its brand to claim pain. So it created a black and blue special edition version and started sponsoring extreme sports athletes who became the faces behind the brand, completely reinventing its value messaging. Only then did millennials begin to trust this iconic pain reliever. So how can you ensure that your brand stays relevant and builds trust in an increasingly non-trusting world? There are hundreds of different trust-building strategies, but here by way of cliff notes are two of the most effective. Trust-building strategy number one, humanize your brand. We as consumers now want to know the true drivers behind a business. We want to buy into you your story, your ambition, we want to relate to the person behind the service or product that we're paying for. A good example of this is Delta's dramatic brand reinvention powered by its CEO, Ed Bastian, which elevated Delta to market leader status through innovation and being the airline that truly cares the most about its people. 
Could Delta have achieved the status without elevating Ed? No. Many airlines have tried this positioning, but without humanising it, the messaging has failed flat. Instead, by bringing Ed to the forefront, consumers get to see the person who is putting his own reputation on the line every time he makes a public statement. This is a powerful trust builder. Think of other CEOs who have built their empires based on their own personal brand almost from day one. Elon Musk, Richard Branson, Oprah Winfrey, Warren Buffett. You can read more about the rise of personal CEO branding in an article I wrote for Entrepreneur Magazine by doing a Google under my name, Julie Guest. Trust building strategy number two. Use lead generation tools that allow buyers to get to know your business first and add value with, gasp, no sales pitch or offer. Examples are a series of explainer-style videos that build upon each other, helping your prospect reach the conclusion that your company cares about them making a good decision. Another of my favourite trust-building tools is a short, pithy book written to address the single biggest question your buyers are thinking about. By short, I mean they can read it in 60 minutes or less, less time than it takes them to eat their lunch. But few companies bother to provide this kind of free tool to their prospects, Or, if they do, they make it a thinly veiled sales pitch or a poor quality read. So final thoughts. In the year ahead, who we buy from will become even more important than what we buy. As entrepreneurs, we have to work harder than ever to build new relationships with prospective buyers, especially if our business is an established legacy brand. There's never been a better opportunity to regroup and reflect on how your brand speaks and shows up, And there's never been a better time to use creativity and value-adding tools to build trust. You can get a copy of today's show notes and get emailed a copy of all future episodes by visiting clientstampede.com forward slash email.